Hi everybody, and welcome to a new episode of Tapis Rouge. I'm your host, Guillaume Cauchois, and the shout out today is to Ryan Shinji Murray from New York City. He was the first one to guess our guest today, Daniele Finzi Pasca. Listening to Daniele talking is like listening to poetry. I feel very lucky to have had the chance to spend this dedicated moment with him to dive into his creative mind. Just a quick heads up, like many artists, including me, Daniele speaks different languages, and sometimes some ideas translate better in one language than another. So when you'll hear Daniele talking about acrobacy, he means acrobatics. Maquillage means makeup. And when he speaks about taking a show in tournée, it means taking a show on tour. All right, <laughs> that's it. Here he is, Daniele Finzi-Pasca. Daniele, welcome to Tapis Rouge. <laughs> Thank you very much. Merci beaucoup. So, Daniele, you are uh, an extremely successful theater director. You did two shows for Cirque du Soleil, three shows with Circular Wise, and over, what, 20 shows with your own company? Uh, maybe more. <laughs> maybe more. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you first started with Cirque du Soleil with Corteo. So do you, would you want to take us from that very first contact with Cirque du Soleil? How did the creation happen, the inspiration, everything? But my first uh, meeting with the Cirque du Soleil was before Corteo, because uh, once in the studio, they started to, uh, they asked me to do during a week uh, um, a a stage uh, about the form that we use in the company to understand our philosophy, um, our philosophy. So I work with a person like uh, like uh, Boris, uh, like mm -hmm. uh, Bernard, and we share the experience in the because our work take a lot. And we work a lot in uh, in what means the acrobacy in uh, uh, in some culture because sometimes we talk about acrobacy and we we relate immediately with the circus, mm. and uh, I don't think that that is the right way to understand what is acrobatical movement. There are so many things that arrive from the roots of our our. Um, uh, form to to understand i think the the the, the big question of the life mm -hmm. uh, and that kind of things arrive from the very far in the history of the humanity so there are kind of uh, element ritual that mm -hmm. continue to keep the concept of the acrobacy in a lot of uh, uh, group around the world. Mm -hmm. So our company try to understand, and we travel around the world, try to understand why some movement, some acrobatical movement, mm -hmm. can be a form to represent the big question of the life. Mm -hmm. How certain movement means a form to represent also and to achieve 
uh, a fight with the, the reality. Equilibrium. Mm-hmm. Uh, why we love to jump exactly to fight with the exactly, for example, the, 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 uh, some condition of uh, our uh, life. So with the circa, that's the moment that we share this kind of things. And two years later, they call me to, to, to be the director of a new creation. And uh, we start, uh, and I started with uh, uh, incredible joy because uh, uh, I had the possibility to work with an incredible team because working with Studio Soleil is uh, for a creator the possibility to to have around the table not just a, a creator but also a lot of person that each time try to push the the story of the series lay a little mm-hmm. bit in front so it's a challenge incredible challenge wow and did you know already what you wanted to do with the show or did Cirque propose you an idea for the show or it's how did the the first spark of what was going to be Corteo happen <laughs> it was so funny because they called me to go to to, to Las Vegas in that, in that moment, my life was in uh, Mexico. I was there, living in Mexico, and they called me and they proposed me to do a meeting in Las Vegas. And I just went there without any idea about what was the, the purpose of the, the, the meeting. And then uh, they explained me that uh, Guy had an idea to have... Uh, me uh, like the, the new creator of a new production. They show me some of the, the show, oh, and et cetera, et cetera, but not the show, but the, the backside to understand a little mm-hmm. bit the machine. And then uh, they tell me, if you have an idea, maybe you can tell to, to give something because we will meet him uh, tonight. Mm-hmm. And I say, yes, maybe it will be a fantastic uh, possibility to do a show about a funeral of a clown. Immediately mm-hmm. they tell me, no, 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 don't talk about a funeral. <laughs> the circus. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But when I met uh, GSA, I think that the story of a funeral of a clown, like a funeral, <laughs> fantastic idea. <laughs> we start in that form. We start in that form. And in any case, Lin Tremblay was uh, the person what, uh, who I work with her, she know so well the Sir de Soleil. Gilles mm-hmm. was also very close. So they they helped me at the beginning. They guide me into this uh, huge machine. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, really uh, Boris, uh, uh, Bernard, so many persons at that moment helped me immediately to understand how to... To use the machine fight. of Cirque and yeah, the resources exactly. of Cirque. Exactly, and try to bring some new idea. Mm-hmm. And the the premiere was in 2005, and nowadays the show is still running. It's been 17 years. It's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. Yes, yes, yes. I still perform my solo, and it's 32 years or so. Oh, yeah. You do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In in ten days, I will be, go back on stage in Bergamo. After thirty two years, I will have feast my un, uh, eight hundred show. 
crazy. It was not possible to do the with the COVID. We needed to stop, mm -hmm. and now I will go back on stage. Mm -hmm. What's the secret? Because Corteo, 17 years, you solo, 32 years. We, you know, the time changes, the people change. What, what's the secret for having a show that stays? Because maybe sometimes we are a little bit too much. Uh, we try to do something contemporary. So you must do something, but uh, if we use too much uh, some kind of technology, they they start to be uh, old very fast. Mm -hmm. So they are sure that they have a, a smell that is uh, a little bit like a, uh, a little bit older. But if you use the technology, but in a secret form, if you don't put in front of the spectator the technology, maybe in that form you can have something that can uh, survive uh, during a lot of years, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think the poetry is something also that can, is a form to, like a wine. There are wine that, <laughs> you know, you need to, to drink very fast. There are made yeah. the young and good. And there are wine that they continue to grow during the time. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> That's a beautiful analogy. <laughs> and the, Poetry actually is a, is a really important part of your creative process. You use text also in your shows really often. Yeah, I use, uh, um, do you know, I come in from a country where the Rinascimento was uh, something very important. And uh, the Rinascimento at that moment, uh, an artist and not just an artist, Everybody have the possibility to use, uh, to think in a very open form. Now, do you see, in, we, we live in a moment where each one is very special. Everybody is a specialist in something. Mm -hmm. And um, so for me, when I use the, the term uh, theater, for me, something very open. You have an opportunity to mm. use everything that you have in front of you means the first lights. I come from uh, my parents, my father, grandfather and grand grandfather too. They, they were photographed. Mm -hmm. So I born in a dark room and <laughs> I understand and everything for me start with the light. Oh, also okay. the Generally start with the light and then I add color, uh, word, uh, challenge dancer, music, acrobats, and then mm, okay. so words is also beautiful. Yeah. And so you don't really put um, barriers in your creativity. For you, theater, it can be many different things. It can take many forms and you are willing to just use any form. Yeah, but, but, of course, you need a lot of bit to try. For me, the acrobacy... My, my background when I was young, I started with uh, like I was a gymnast. Mm -hmm. So I grow in a world where the movement, the acrobatical, the gymnastic mm -hmm. movement was uh, my background. Okay. Then I discover that uh, there is something that makes a, a difference between a gymnastic movement and an acrobatical movement. Ah. In one you try to do something 
and you do because in front of you there is like a, a judgment mm -hmm. you need to do uh double a triple v and mm -hmm. uh, in a form the acrobacy need uh, something behind is uh, uh idea in movement okay for this reason I tell you at the beginning, we started with the try to understand why the acrobacy was so important in some culture mm -hmm. from a, a ritual point of view. Yeah. There are, uh, so, in fact, uh, when you work, like, for example, in Sur du Soleil or also in my company, I have also uh, actors that uh, they start like gymnasts. Okay. And uh, to do a flip into the world of the acrobacy, you need to use other kind of muscle. Yeah. And this kind of muscle are uh, very close uh, to the soul. Mm -hmm. they, you must move like an actor. And so when you jump, it's uh, like uh, uh, an idea in movement. Mm, okay. It's not fueled. It's not motivated by the same thing. The gymnast is just pure movement. And, it's pure uh, movement. Yeah, it's, it's pure movement without uh, brain. It's not necessary to use mm. the, the part of the brain that is related with the emotion. Mm -hmm. In the acrobacy, you must each time, like for a singer, you must to use the emotion to, to, to sing in a better form to, because you need to, to feel something. Mm -hmm. Is that something that you share? with your artists in the creation process so that they really understand that motivation and how to use the ideas and their emotions to, to perform? I think so. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think that, um, do you see, for example, in Courtier, there is something so beautiful. There are still technicians and some uh, actors that uh, are acrobats that are there from the beginning. And someone, when I do, I did the second show, Lucia, I bring mm -hmm. someone with me in the creation. There are, uh, in my company, the, there are uh, some, some actors that is uh, more than 30 years that they, they work with me. When I work in the world of the opera, I love to use the same singer because uh, when you start to share some idea, you can each time to grow and go deeper and deeper and deeper. Yeah. And so I try always to, to, uh, to, to not to explain, but to share what is uh, a little bit uh, the form to jump in a logic, in a, in a logic, yes. Mm -hmm. And so you, you created uh, Corteo in 2005 and then Lucia in 2015, I think, something like that. How were the two creation processes? Was it a different experience for you? D did you choose the theme of Mexico? Yeah. I tell you that uh, I, I work a lot. If a corteo is much more related with my Italian soul, the Italian culture is much more close to, to our colors, our form to think what is uh, mm -hmm. uh, the dream, how we dream. In, I am from Switzerland, but from the Italian part of Switzerland. Mm -hmm. So we, 
we 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 have a, a, a form to dream mm-hmm. in this part of the world. And so Cortez was full of this. But I spent also 10 years in Mexico. So uh, when we started with the project with Lucia, uh, talking about a Mexico that in a form that was, we doesn't want it to create something folkloric. We try to have something much more related with the, the strange form, how they, uh, you know, Mexico is so full of different culture. It's, uh, is so open to different uh, space. There is uh, the desert uh, in the north part of the Mexico. There is the Chihuahua in the mountain. There is uh, La Selva. There is so to try to bring that um, the, 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 the all these different colors. All Mexico in a small story was the challenge. Huh. And they bring, uh, of course. I bring a different creator, a group of friends, and we we try to recreate something close to Corteo, warm like Corteo, but also very different. What, in your opinion, is similar to Corteo and what is different? So many things. In some form, um, uh, It's so difficult uh, <laughs> uh, when uh, I don't know if you have uh, children and someone asks you what is the difference between uh, power <laughs> yeah, yeah. and what are similar. Uh, so they are made of the same material. They are made of the same. They grow together, mm-hmm. but they are so different at the mm-hmm. same time. So it's difficult to to to, to ask to a mother, but. Um, I think that in both show is necessary to have on stage acrobats, musicians, singer uh, that have the capacity to 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 play. Play means really acting. Okay. Uh, there are show maybe where um, you can you are behind that something like a character, a mask. So yes. you are a little bit behind, and you can move in that form. And be a little bit much more, we can say, protect. In yeah. In uh, in um, in Corteo in Lucia, uh, we need to have exactly. Uh, there is a a small maquillage mm-hmm. that there are actors playing. Bill, so the spectator go into the eyes of each one, and mm-hmm. uh, so they are not so protected. They need to be true. On stage. Yeah. To be true, that is what we ask to normally to an actor to be true, yeah. and true means play. But it's not possible really to be true because the theater, the circus, is something fake. Everything is fake. So yeah, <laughs> so they need to understand and play with this kind of element. If I understand correctly, they need the artists on stage needs to be able to be more vulnerable because they can't hide behind like big costumes, masks, and big character. It's a more human experience. Oh, human, yes. And the vulnerability is something so beautiful because I make a, a, create an empathy with the spectator. So maybe we can jump into deep emotion in some form, not just a surprise, but we try to create a, a big emotion 
that is the goal. But yeah. uh, I think that is also what in every show in the Cirque du Soleil or even each creator try exactly all the time, like each acrobat, each senior try to move uh, the spectator always, of course. Um, in our case, we try to move the spectator with our using a secret part of yourself that normally we put uh, in a secret point. And uh, in our job, it's a little bit to... <laughs> to reveal that secret part. Yes, is to go with the, your hand into your mouth, go inside and then take out and go on stage with the senior, like your heart. No, mm, like your heart, general. yeah. <laughs> and that is uh, the movement of a clown. And in general, uh, everybody in some form, uh, they are clown on stage in my show. Mm -hmm. The human experience uh, I've heard is very important for, for you on stage and off stage as well. That With your cast, you have rituals that the, the artists have to do before the show, like the ritual of the, the stick, like throwing the sticks to each other. Do you want to talk a little bit about that and explain what are these rituals and what are they for? Uh, before go on stage, I think uh, that in the theater is so important, but imagine in, in the acrobacy, we come from different story, the life going different form, you arrive, And then before the show, I think that always the, the everybody technician to they need to stay for a moment together and see if each other is okay. Because sometimes we need to understand that maybe someone is not really uh, need a help, need a, or why ah, for stupid things. Maybe do you know what happened when you go on stage? And in the audience, there is one of uh, your love, yeah. a very old love. You mother is there. And there is a kind of emotion that sometimes is like a horse that starts to move you from. So to have a moment together with a calm is very important. And the work with the, the some dance, one I learned that uh, dance in Tibet when I was young, yes, it's our form to control and put in connection the, the mind and the body. Because sometimes okay. when you see the acrobats training, it's really still like a gymnast. Boom, boom, bam, bam, bam. Yeah, muscle, muscle. And it's how you prepare your soul. Because there are muscle inside. Sometimes you see actors they they doesn't they do nothing with the body is just uh, going into something much inside. Mm -hmm. So in between there is a form. Okay. And uh, the sticks and this kind of dance is something to put dancer, uh, singer, technician all together uh, and move in a in a form for some minutes that make like everybody to be like, remember that we are like a tribe. We are like a, a tribe. We are together. Yeah, a tribe. That is a, a, is a, a small technique to yeah. put in relation all these kind of small things that uh, 
move up each one. Yeah, because I remember coming, I had friends working on rain and I remember going to visit them on, on tour and being backstage or like in the theater before the show. And I remember that moment where everything stopped and all the artists say, okay, everyone, we go on stage and they started picking up the sticks. And it was, I was very impressed watching that, like having everyone, you know, even people from, you know, tour managers, all the people really, the whole team going on stage and throwing sticks at each other. And when the sticks were falling, coming, picking it up and like that, you could really see that everyone was coming together and you could see really that strong connection building up between everyone before the show. So it was really, really beautiful. Um, you know, if you ever see rain or, or you come in to see our the show internet, it's much more important because uh, for the theater, uh, when we, we do acrobacy and we turn in different theater, uh, we are not so safe. Like, for example, Sur du Soleil, we are in a safe environment. It's yeah. a chapiteau. It's a theater where everything, everybody knows that when the, st the show starts, uh, we need to keep a special control. Of course, the dance yeah. is also dangerous. S singing can be dangerous. Mm. Everything is dangerous. But uh, the acrobacy, there are concrete danger. danger. Yes. So when you have a company in tournée, the big problem is that sometimes you arrive, you are in a theater, and then you change the theater, and sometimes there are persons that are not used to this kind of control. So for us to have one hour, to have a show call two hours before, but 45 minutes before the beginning with the sticks, with this moment, we say also to everybody around, the mm -hmm. people that are at home, because are the technicians that are used to be in that theater to say, okay, now we are in control. So please, or you come with us to do this ritual or mm -hmm. stay there. Because now for us, it's the silence and you need to let us uh, be the, uh, to control everything. Mm -hmm. Because, uh, because can be very dangerous. So, so if you see my company or rain, et cetera, et cetera, always we keep this, uh, because we know that in that form, we can control all the environment. And to say now silence because uh, the 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 the, the, the tournée with the, this kind of show are much more complicated exactly because we needed to stay sometimes in places where the technician or the people are not too, so used to be uh, like animal in control during the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's true. It's true that when uh, with a Sergio show we tour with the tent so it's kind of like we're touring with the theater you know the theater is always the same it's always the same team and in theaters the space itself changed sometimes the stage is a little bit more narrow a little bit bigger there is more height more so it's it's true that you have to take a moment to really become aware of the space become connected with everyone before it's good for the artists before performing but it's also good on the safety to make sure that everyone is focused and on the same page yeah, yeah, because uh, in theater, sometimes the accident that happen are sometimes so stupid for really dumb, you know, perfectly that the most of that 
a bigger accident that happen happen normally in the stupid trees because of when there is something very dangerous everybody are focused but when is a and in the theater in the show in tournée uh, someone that let uh, uh, a piece like a of shoe food, on yeah. stage or something yeah and then for uh, an actor or acrobat that move and uh, fall in something that was not there 10 minutes ago and just uh, someone let in that strange position that we are not used to have so for this reason when you, we are in tournée in places that each night change or when we are in places where we stay a long time, we need always to focus and to say, please, we need to be concentrated. We need to not forget the focus. We need to be in each second very precise. We cannot sleep. And the stick and this kind of ritual is just to see if someone, you see, oh, you sleep today, what happened with you? Because yeah. <laughs> if someone, uh, do you see in the eyes that maybe it's because it's broke inside, maybe because something happened. If some, someone is a little bit too, too sleepy, we need to decide eventually to be around him during all the show. Mm-hmm. Or to say, please. <laughs> all right, guys, a little side story now. Back in 2014, I hurt my back training backstage before a show. The pain was so intense, I couldn't put my socks on, sit for more than two minutes, and obviously it took me out of the show for quite some time. I followed a strict core rehabilitation program, and after six weeks, I got back on stage. But I kept having recurring pain. So I started to educate myself about core anatomy, rehab training, and pain science. I wanted to understand why am I doing all these exercises if the pain keeps coming back. The more I was learning, the more I understood I had to change. I started switching exercises, tweak some techniques and executions, and also completely changed my perception of pain. After a couple of weeks, on top of reducing considerably my pain level, I was feeling so much stronger, which increased my confidence to move and better perform on stage. My life overall was so much better. Finally, I was pain-free and not scared to hurt my back again. I had a lot of artists and athlete friends who saw that happening and asked me, hey, what did you do for your back? And I thought, I could put it all out in a clear and clean way, instead of always pulling random videos on YouTube and giving quick guidance. So I reached out to all the best doctors, physiotherapists and performance medicine specialists whom I met touring and asked them to help me develop Protocol Cut to the Core. Protocol Cut to the Core is the first rehab and strengthening protocol for back or hip pain that also includes a comprehensive course in core anatomy, biomechanics and pain science. It is approved by doctors, physios and performance medicine specialists from five different countries. If you are suffering from acute or persistent back or hip pain, you can find protocol Cut to the Core on our website at cuttothecorefitness.com. When movement is an issue, movement is the solution. And now, let's get back to the show. 
when you are working with your own company, you have the full freedom to carry on with all this ritual and his way of working. And when you're creating with Cirque du Soleil, for example, do they let you carry on with all these rituals and things, or do you have to adapt your way of creating with their way of creating? Each creation is a creation. And you then do you know that uh, in the Cirque du Soleil, uh, you are the mother of the show until the moment that the baby born. Mm. Then they take the baby and they run away. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> in yeah. fact, uh, in any case, uh, this kind of ritual always in a structure like Cirque du Soleil is, if you want to do, if you, it's something that is very free. So it's not something that you must do. Mm -hmm. Because also uh, the Cirque is a, it's a place where everything is protected. So I think that uh, for us in, in Tournai, it's something that we must do. We do because it's part of our process to uh, to preserve everybody. Mm -hmm. So it's not something that we can choose to do. It's something that we need to do because it makes us everybody feel much more comfortable. You say you have been performing your solo for over thirty-two years, so you've seen the live performance and performing arts evolved a lot over all these years what do you think about this evolution from the moment you started performing on stage all the way to now uh, i'm coming from a place where there are a lot of mountains and um, there are one that is in, exactly in front of my house uh, where i started to go and there on top uh, with my grandfather when I was five years uh, uh, mm -hmm. old. Now, 52 years later, when I climb like I did uh, three days ago, uh, the mountain is the same. Mm -hmm. Nothing changed. What is changed is me. Uh, some uh, tree is a little bit bigger or someone, but the mountain is the same. Okay. So there are shows. And uh, in the tradition of the clown, uh, do you know we have this possibility, like some musician that can play Una uh, Fuga uh, di Bach when he was young and continue to play and discover different elements. So when you go on, on stage, for you, the perspective is not the theater, the story of the theater, the contemporaneity of the theater. When you go on stage, you discover uh, how your bodies change, how you feel, uh, the things that you can, you are not allowed to do because your bodies change. And <laughs> in some form, you become much more fragile. And maybe, yes, of course, that, that, that I am very, in, in a different form, I'm afraid to go on stage now. But I am also, eh. so I, I, I have any idea about the change of the theater. Yeah. <laughs> I know that there is a show that is like a mountain. And after 32 years, I continue to climb sometimes this mountain. And 
hopefully I will see something on top different this <laughs> hearing you it's it sounds like you have a very um very spiritual approach to the stage and the performing aspect is it something that you cultivate outside of your artistic life or it's just things that just happen because of the perception you have of the performing arts it's difficult to define part the type the artistic part of you uh, when I was 18 years old, I went in India to work uh, with Mother Teresa and I oh, yeah. wanted her exactly to escape because for me it was impossible to do the military service. When I come back, mm -hmm. I spend a time in prison because at that moment in Switzerland it was so important to do the military service was that it was not allowed to have another kind of opinion. Oh. So the spirituality or the form to think what is the life is part of what you have inside your form yes. to, to observe the, the, the yourself and, and the life in general. So I am a storyteller, so maybe I am much more, uh, I cook my mm -hmm. show using the flower and, and the smell and the perfume that I love that are part of my tradition in some mm -hmm. form, part of my life. I cook what I love to eat. <laughs> And how, how was it to work in India with Mother Teresa at such a young age? Yeah, I was very, 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 I was young, I was so young. And I arrived there in a the moment where without telephone, without nothing, was really do a journey. And, uh, and it's time that I met her now. I have a young friend that asked me, acrobats, what I have to do? To become a good actor, a good, good way to say, do a journey, but alone, in a place where, where you 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 should be some in some moment afraid. You need to lose yourself. You need to create inside of you a, a fight to discover everything with big eyes and smell everything, and then come back. Uh, do a journey. But do a journey into a storm, climb big mountains, cross ocean. We needed to do something like that to become uh, to become a good actor, but also to discover yourself as a just a human being as well. Yeah, because in some form on stage we tell stories about the humanity. So in some form we need to understand small things or have a idea. Uh, understand is impossible, but have a, a small idea about uh, what is love, what means uh, be afraid, what means the darkness, what yeah. means lose someone, see the life go away. Yeah. And in India, when I saw the first time someone be there and go away, pass away, you are there and you discover that there is something that uh, my God, the life is full of jam. It's full of things happening. Mm -hmm. I must have been such a yeah a life changing event, especially if when you came back to Switzerland right after you did some time in prison. It must have been pretty a, a pretty you know you have children you can teach them slowly and gently. You it sounds like you were taught pretty <laughs> like pushing pretty quickly <laughs> into the fire. Uh, children. No, the, the children, you must keep 
and protect absolutely. But when you have uh, 18 years, uh, 20 years, when one moment you want to say, I, I need to be an adult, okay, jump. <laughs> jump to the other side. Yeah. <laughs> you need to cross the ocean. You need to cross your ocean. And that is the life. Also, what you say, it's interesting with what is happening with technology now, like, because everything you're talking about, like what's fueling your show is the human experience, the real experience of the self. But now it seems like that art in general is so involved with technology, like technology on stage, NFTs, you know, you have artists, sculpture and painters that started to turn more to like the digital world. And it looks like more and more we're going towards a virtual reality kind of life. How do you think that's impacting what you're talking about, the experience of the self? For me, theater means make flying between actors. So the technology is fantastic. I use technology everywhere. I have tried to, to create always images. I imagine what was for Duanol in the games like the ceremony Uh, the Olympic Games in Torino. I did uh, one of the most complicated stage in Sochi, in Russia. For the, mm -hmm. I was in the in the team that created that stadium, where everything floating, and I make floating a boat with our orchestra on top. And wow, But, crazy! So and Corteo, Corteo was an incredible challenge, from in the point of view uh, from. The technology that we we put to make floating everything, the mm -hmm. stage would turn into different direction was really uh, I love the technology, but that you can use in a cold form means uh, look the technology, or it's much beautiful to let the technology a little bit uh, uh, behind, so you cannot see in fact how it's complicated in Luz in Lucia. There is rain, a full rain on stage. Mm -hmm. uh, there are acrobats that uh, with the Russia that they perform in a floor wet and you yeah, know perfectly how when it's, you say with a Russia in a yeah. wet floor, impossible. Yeah, it's uh, true. Impossible. You see the soleil was to be there and say, ha And they found a material, they found a form, they found a form to not... Uh, so, technology is uh, from the beginning of the theater, uh, where you have an uh, angel hang to... Uh, a, a rope and someone behind it. So, putting the rope here. <laughs> yeah. So I love the technology because the technology or these kind of things create a surprise but uh, you can use in a cold form or in a warm form. That is mm -hmm. the difference. If you use in a warm form, it's like to see the, the, the Méliès, you remember, the first exercise in the world of the movie, Méliès created really uh, so incredible movie at the beginning of the story of a uh, film. And mm -hmm. uh, they still are so naive and incredible. One of the first... Uh, film, a movie, was uh, impressed all the spectators because it was a, a train 
Yeah, it's true. Shoot from in front and coming in and the people scream. Oh, scream. Oh, the tra- <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> and you say, it was just a movie. Wow. So I think that uh, always we will try to surprise, to, to bring in, uh, in, in a world that we call dreams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, the technology should be, in my case, very warm. Yeah. It should serve an emotional purpose or an idea and not just being showcased as like look what the technology can do yeah okay that that is the point yes yes mm-hmm. because if we need we, we uh they can no no we needed to understand so w- with my team i have friends where we continue to to be in contact and understand what we can do with this things that they use to do robotic things boom, boom, boom. and i am absolutely in contact with everybody to to try to 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 have something absolutely new mm-hmm. uh, i know that during the creation of lucia you experienced the tragic loss of your wife and that after you created a a tribute show to her legacy called Perte. Um, and I wanted to ask you, how do you experience the grieving aspect while being so immersed in a creation, in a creative process? Uh, I continue to do uh, Lucia because also Julie was a uh, part of that creation for her was so important. She was so happy when we started to, to develop the project. And do you know that the now the, 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 the city of Montreal, they create a park exactly in front of the Cirque du Soleil. There is a park mm-hmm. and it's called Julie Amelin, exactly in front. Oh, yeah. that's beautiful. It's, it's, it's in front of uh, the Cirque du Soleil because uh, Julie was really in the... In the Canadian uh, world, she created, she fight a lot to create a condition to help the um, the artist, the circus artist. At the beginning, uh, uh, some years ago, uh, they have uh, any possibility to have uh, help uh, by the government, and so she was part of this small group that mm-hmm. fight to put the circus, the circus artist, the circus creation mm-hmm. in in front of everything. And so when she passed away, the, 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 the mayor of Montreal, they accept because of people like uh, Guy, like uh, Daniel Lamar, like a lot of friends, a lot of mm-hmm. friends, artists from, uh, they propose to have a, a street, a park with the name. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. Now it's in front exactly of, uh, so for Julie it was so important. So uh, I continue and I am a, a guy that, in general, my form to, to develop is uh, there is not so much improvisation. I try to design everything. When okay. I, I start to be on stage, in general, I prepare something like... Um, like a blocking, or like you kind of know already what's going to happen in the show. Yeah, but it's much more like for the movie, like a storyboard. So okay. I storyboard everything, so I know what what I want to, to try to, to, to achieve. And was so helpful to have uh, all my friends that know very well me. So when I was not there and just on the phone uh, with the video, I have the possibility to exp- 
express very well what was my feeling. And so uh, I continued to direct the, 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 the show from a hospital. And uh, Julie passed away three weeks after the premiere. And mm-hmm. uh, it was really very, very difficult. But for me, Lucia, each time that I, I arrived there, and I see some musicians, some acrobats, some of the technicians that they share with me all this project. Uh, it's so so strange because we are. They know that I I have tried not just to put my I put all my soul to do that show. Mm-hmm. Also with this difficulty to be distance and try to imagine to see photo to see video. They send continue to send me video and to give them small advice to try to mm-hmm. bring. And uh, if you have artists that understand you, you can also dream in the same direction. Yeah. So that was very hard. In fact, it was very hard to, uh, to keep the, to not be totally broke. Yeah, I, I, I <laughs> cannot imagine. Was very hard. And w- when you see the show now, can you see her touch or like her style or something about her in the performance of the show? Yeah, of course, because we write the show together. So uh, everything was uh, what we did, uh, and the circus was so kind with uh, with us because. Uh, uh, they let the, 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 the name of Julie like one of the most important creators. Because uh, in the circus, they, they move during that creation in, um, in a very, very delicate form. They understand mm-hmm. that uh, for us was a, a, a fight and that, that uh, to create that show was also our freedom, a form to ex- escape of that... Uh, situation. Julie mm-hmm. did a, a big surgery that was not so big, but uh, after the things go in the wrong direction, uh, hard. So it was uh, uh, something where the things go better and then down one more time, and better and down, mm-hmm. better. Yeah. It was really a, and the circus and everybody, they keep with us a so You cannot imagine a huge machine like Cirque du Soleil how they was so delicate and respectful. And they, they, yes. So I think that I finished my job and we finished. Uh, I went for the premiere. I come back and I say, we did what we dream. And three weeks later, uh, when uh, Julie uh, died, we bring uh, Julie back in Canada because she was a, a girl of Montreal. She loved Montreal. Mm-hmm. And uh, we did also a ceremony in the, the big top. It was so, 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 so moving. Yeah. Wow. It's am- yeah, it's amazing. So I went to see now in Lucia and, uh, and, uh, and I, I tried to, to be, I, I still in London in the mm-hmm. was for me like a come back home for sure. to see the big top, uh, just to be with the family to be there and of course that uh, uh, Lucia 
there are images that I know what is behind, what we dream. There are, uh, so sometimes move. I continue to cry in small moments. Oh. <laughs> I am fully spectator. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, I don't God. know if it's beautiful, but that is the story. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> Listen, Daniele, I have one, one last question for you. Mm -hmm. If tomorrow aliens would land on Earth, how would you explain Cirque du Soleil to them? Um... To explain is impossible. We can tell that uh, there are in our strange big community in this uh, blue uh, planet, there are small places where live uh, aliens. And Cirque um, du Soleil, like the theater people, like the people that dance, like the people that uh, make music, we are in some form aliens mm. in uh, our, and we grow like aliens in our life, <laughs> in our community. <laughs> so maybe uh, we are the right person to meet at the beginning, to have, uh, to share something. Also because we are nomad. Yes. And, uh, and uh, if an alien will arrive here, should be a nomad like us. Yeah. So, I think that I will tell them that uh, we are exactly the right person to meet at the beginning. <laughs> and, and they can meet also military persons. And but we are much more close to them. Yeah, them. yeah. I love so this. <laughs> I will say that uh, we are the best to meet at yeah, the beginning. A delegation of artists to meet with aliens the first time. And that is what we, of course, because if, <laughs> if they will meet a, a military person, they will have a perception of our planet, blue planet, uh, different. Yeah. So maybe they will escape him. So <laughs> that's maybe will be better. Will be because we will propose them to dance, to do music. What kind of music you will do? Yeah. That will be the conversation. Maybe with a with a scientific will be much more and. So I think that uh, I will tell them that uh, the people from circus, from theater, from music are the right person to meet in the beginning. Oh, I love that. It's beautiful. Well, Daniele, thank you so much for coming and chatting with me. And thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. It's a pleasure. So good I, luck. Yes, good luck. And I wish you a big merit for your coming solo show. I know you've been doing it for 32 years, but... No, no, no. <laughs> Thank you. I need a... <laughs> right. I discovered that also the clown become old. And, uh, there is this legend that the clown are like children all the life. Yeah, I'm also <laughs> I discovered that an old clown have a lot of pain in part of the body. And that, uh... <laughs> yes, it's <is> true. <laughs> All right, Daniele. See you soon. Ciao. Ciao. That was amazing. Listening to Daniele really made me want to just do it. To create, to travel, to love, and to live life to the fullest. 
I hope it inspired you guys too and maybe ignites the spark to start something new. As always, if you like the show, please take a moment to give us a good rating and review. Share the podcast on your social media and talk about it with your friends. If you have any questions you would like me to answer about the world of Cirque or the entertainment industry, send it on our Instagram at tapirougepodcast and I'll answer all of them in our upcoming Q&A episode. Alright guys, take it easy and until next week, as we say in the circus, see you down the road.